0: No, I'm not a writer. Okay. Holy smokes. This must be the first time we've been timely, like same day, same weekend of something coming out like uh, like this thing in Anaheim since, I don't know, probably the first four months we've been doing this. So, you know, yeah, yeah. So it's only taken like two years.
1: Yeah, I think it's just saw a pig flats out have window done.
0: Yeah, for sure. Holy crap. Now, I wish it was more exciting, but because of my schedule and your schedule and trying to catch a time when to do this, this is like, what is this, like three episodes in four weeks? That's Crazy, crazy talk, man. Crazy talk. Especially from us. Whoa, what you got going on there? Did you stick your head in the
1: microwave? microwave? Uh, no, someone just texted me. That's all.
0: <laughs> That's an interesting tone. All right. So, oh, man. um, I guess you went to BlizzCon. It was BlizzCon last weekend, right? Is that what it was? Yeah,
1: last weekend was BlizzCon.
0: Which is why we didn't go to this one, because I was actually pretty close, considering I was out in Yuma, Arizona. And uh, it was weird driving back going, oh, there's clouds again. So that was an interesting experience. Haven't had that one in a while. But, uh, you know, um, I guess you can only plan so much in the week. But uh, I I don't know. I didn't get a chance to watch any of the, the live event stuff. Did you get a chance to check any out? I was gonna go through this week and maybe look at some of the the recorded. Uh,
1: video. I, I watched like towards the end for like they had like q and A Q&A with Sub Octavian uh, after like the slides and stuff like that. But uh, I have not actually watch watched uh, the uh, like the games that they played with the the people who showed up and stuff. Uh, it's something I want to like maybe check out a bit later.
0: Oh, the ring, right? Is that what they calling it? The I don't think. I don't it? think.
1: I don't know if it was considered part of the ring or something like that. All I know is that they had a bunch of people like streamers and CCs at the event and they basically threw him into a battle like all together they had like a seven on seven like battle of just like a bunch of cc's and stuff like that um and it was you know interesting
0: so who won who won i didn't get to see it
1: I uh, like i said i didn't watch i didn't watch to compl- any of that stuff to completion i just sort of jumped ahead to you know uh the presentation by sir octavian where he talked about you know sort of sh- short to medium term plan coming
0: Sorry, you cut off there at the end. Short to medium-term plan?
1: Yeah, short to medium-term plans they have coming up.
0: All right. Well, I mean, let's get right into it, right? Because uh, oddly enough, I was subject to Arizona's non-daylight savings time today. So I kind of drug you away early, but yay me. I guess I get to go on time. So, All right, let's All right. get into it, man. Um, To be honest, when when you sent me the links and stuff for what we're going to talk about tonight, there wasn't anything in there that looked terribly exciting. Um we'll get to the radar stuff, but I guess we'll touch on the CVs. Like I, I don't the word has ceased to have all meaning to me at this point. Um, you know, like if you say a word over and over and over and over again, it just loses all meaning. You know what I'm talking about.
1: The CV rework, yeah. I mean it's we we've we've known that it's coming now for a while now. And it's it is what it is, you know. If they want to water down, dumb down their game, if that's their decision. Whatever. Uh, for what it's worth, I played just a couple of games today on the test server, uh, and I mean, I can see where why it might be appealing to some people, why it might be seem like a you know sort of like a like a move up. But obviously, as a part of that incredibly rare breed of individual uh, who enjoys things as they are right now, uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty watered down. It's a pretty it's a pretty tame experience thought, for the most part
0: yeah i i don't think they're anywhere close to coming out um you know it, balance 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 i i guess is what they say right but uh you know it it seems like they're pretty well, set on at least implementing it live uh, at some well, point yeah
1: they've been they've been set on implementing this for, i think for some time now the, the, whole, the whole oh thank you for your positive beta results so we're gonna go ahead with this that that's just that's just table dressing like don't I put zero stock in that. Like they, they, they were, they're, they're gonna go ahead with this. Like, come hell or high water, one way or the other. Just like if you listen to the reasoning for why they're doing this in the first place, like there's just no way that they weren't gonna move ahead. With the oh, place. sure, sure. No, we've you know, we've known that, whatever. but I, I didn't um, see
0: anything new or groundbreaking or or a change to what we were already tracking. So, um, short of messing much, around with the fighters much. Much. again, a uh, little the bit. only.
1: The only thing that you that 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 I guess that's really sort of new or like you know something that you know was uh, you know unclear before it really clarified was the the compensation uh, for CV players moving forward when the when these when this rework finally hits.
0: yeah so so great question right what are you gonna do with your your Graf Zeppelin and your sidepan?
1: right and for for those of you who are listening and who don't know yet what we're going planning to do is if you have premium CVs, Give you, they will give you full doubloon value, and for the tech tree CVs, they will give you the credits back, and they also give you the experience back in terms of free XP. Um, the, the big sort of caveat there is being that you know you have to follow like the, the tech tree progression in, in a sense. Like if you want to keep the midway, then you, like you can't say I want to keep the Essex and midway and sell like Lexington Ranger and all the lower ones. No, if you want to you know sell the Ranger, you got to get rid of the eight, nine, and ten as well. Uh, but, you know, that was sort of, you know, to be expected, so to speak. Uh, but, yeah, that's their current, you know, their current compensation scheme.
0: Yeah, but you, you're going to, so you're going to trade your premiums then for doubloons or you're just going to keep them?
1: Uh, you know, I don't know. Like, it's this is one of those problems where it's like, yeah, like right now, based off, off of what I've seen on the public test, on the test server, you know, I probably should because I don't, I don't, am not sure, you know, if I'm going to play this new CB. Well, on the other hand, it's like we don't know what the what the reworked Saipan or the Kaga or the Graf Zeppelin or the Enterprise is going to look like. I mean, right now, I don't think we we even have a really clear picture of what the difference is between like the the Japanese and U.S. CVs in mean, the uh, game in terms of what they can or cannot do. So, uh, it's I think I think for me at least, it's a little bit too early to tell. Uh, all I do know is that like if I do convert to doubloons, like what am I supposed to use the doubloons for? And same goes with the tech tree carriers. Like, like I'm, you know, I have virtually all the tier tens, you know, and I'm swimming in free XP that wargaming isn't allowing me to spend to buy the fucking Alaska. So (laughs) true story, true story. What need do I have for more free XP and credits?
0: Well, Uh, so not clear. We'll come back to that uh, free XP Alaska tier nine conversation in a few minutes because I want to touch on that. That was in my notes, Um, but but back to the carrier stuff. So you said you got a few runs at it today. Is this a conversation we're going to have in a couple months where you're like, well, I didn't like it at first, but I forgot how the old way was. And, you know, you'll just get on with it or, or are you uh, categorically out of that game?
1: To, it's hard to say right now. Like I might, I mean, I, I will say that, yeah, at, you know, the two games, again, like this is just a small sample size. I wouldn't, I wouldn't read too much into it one way or the other, but all I know is that during those two, for most of the part during those two games that I played, the only thing that ran through my mind was how much I would rather just be playing the old CDs. Uh, it's just, it's just underwhelming, so to speak. I mean, it's graphically nice and stuff like that, but it's just other like the actual impact feels underwhelming. To say nothing of the fact that as as the new CDs basically can't touch destroyers, really, so it's kind of like whatever.
0: Well, one of the things I saw that they mentioned was. <laughs> cv sniping like uh I can't imagine this new game mode that's still a thing right like it why, why even in bring fact, it up it's
1: a, it's, it's a huge thing
0: <laughs> did you snipe somebody in your one of two games
1: no no I, I was i was focused on just trying to get the feel for like the, the bombers and stuff like that which is it'll take some adjustment uh but as for the sniping part it's the the main problem with the sniping part comes from the fact that while you're in control of your planes you have zero way of, of managing the ship. So, like, if your ship comes under attack, like you can't do anything. You, you just your ship just sort of sits there if you left it there, or you know it's proceeding along its autopilot path. You can't really do much. Uh, so we'll have to you know wait and see there how like how they ultimately choose to hit, to manage that. But for, yeah, for now, right now, evidently sniping CVs is, is a is a thing during testing, just because yeah, the the CV player has no real like their, like fast way of you know dealing with that
0: uh i didn't I didn't bother trying to check it, but were you able to click uh path on the map and let it autopilot that way or no?
1: yeah you can't autopilot it uh but what people are talking about is you know sometimes you know when your are is under attack, you want to you know be there to like build a dash computers and stuff and use you know d c p and right now like there's basically no way to do that
0: yeah, it'd be interesting to see if if they decide to try and go back and add that functionality or not, but my guess is not. Um I don't know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh I, I mean what's...
1: with the way the CVs are right now, like it's you'd you'd almost swear that we were just better off like if if we just sort of like kept the ship like out of bounds, so to speak. Like, you know, just off-board outside that grid. Yeah. Yeah, off board artillery Yeah, you your planes just fly in and you just do whatever. I mean it's 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 sort of unbelievable that you know you know a while ago like a long while ago we all joked like oh ha ha wouldn't it be funny if they just added World of Warplanes World to World of Warships, yeah well you know it's 2018 now and World of Warplanes World is now here in World of Warships.
0: I mean, huh, yeah. So I don't know. I I I have trouble getting up in the morning to talk about it. Right. um I kind of want to move on, but if there's something else you want to talk about carriers, but I hate to start the show that way, right? You're just like, uh, but that's all right. it can only go up from here, right with carrier stuff out of the uh, way and-
1: with war gaming you you can never be too sure, but in general, I will say that yes, and the, the 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 other announcements that they made at Anaheim are definitely you know slightly happier news for the most part so let's let's indeed move on to to the other like sort of announcements at Anaheim, sure, sure, so
0: actually. Well, yeah, we'll come back to the tier. No, let's do the tier nine stuff now because I'll forget. Right. So it's funny. Jean Bart, tier nine, cash money. Right. And we're assuming Alaska is going to be free XP. So, I mean, I seem to recall a time when they're like, oh, well, we're not going to sell premiums that high. Right. But yet here right. we are. Here we are
1: indeed, indeed, uh I mean it's it's for me, it's kind of funny just because like coming from war like promises from gaming have virtually zero value, like anyone who's been along with this game for a while now like knows like that's it's just you just you if they say that oh, we will not do this, count on them doing it like oh sure, down the line, they
0: right? even made jokes I, about it with submarines, right. <laughs>
1: Right. yeah, Like, you know, they said, oh, we're not going to do so. Well, you know, guess what? Submarines in all likelihood will be, you know, on their way. Uh, you know, it, that's, what I think, I would say it's not as much of a given as, say, the carrier rework, but it's like, it's it's coming. It's coming. So the fact that they're still in Jean Bart now, uh, you know, I know a lot of people were sort of upset, but it's like, if you've been around for a while, you know that this is how game works. And so I'm one of those people, and so like I'm, I really didn't, I was really wasn't phased at all.
0: I wasn't like, surprised.
1: When, like, yeah, I wasn't surprised. Like when they when they said like, oh my god, this is Jean Bar, I was like, yeah, okay, you know, this is this this was probably going to happen sooner rather than later, and it was just you just you just sort of move on. Yeah.
0: So uh, what do you think, Alaska for money? I wouldn't put it past.
1: Uh, to be honest, I wouldn't put it past them either uh but for me i guess another part of the reason why i like i'm not I'm, i wasn't like super pissed off about the john bart was because the Jean Bart's also available for coal and so long as alaska is also for, available for say like free xp or something then okay you know if someone if someone like doesn't have the free xp like i do and they still want the alaska well then yeah they can you know come out and help foot the bill for the game but for the rest of us who have like the resources we can just you know sort of get it for free yeah so no, to speak
0: I- I've, I don't know. The problem is, I don't want him to offer it for money because I'll just buy it, right? Instant gratification. If I don't have whatever it takes to to do it, um, like on I mean, hand, sure, you gotta
1: be spending like a mountain of free XP, right? Sure, like, sure. I have I have literally not bought the Jean Bar right now, just just on the incredibly unlikely but you know still present chance that they ultimately choose to offer Alaska for coal. And I say that because if you if you watch like the, the stream of the Anaheim event. They had had someone asked them about like the Alaska and as of the recording of the stream, which is like last night, so like 24 hours ago from this recording, evidently Wargaming has not officially yet nailed down how they're going to distribute the Alaska. And so I, I was going to buy the Jean Bar at some point, but then after that, I was like, nope, nope, no expenditure of coal or free XP until we figure out what the hell they're doing with Alaska. So when I
0: heard that, that was like, hey, we haven't seen it in a while. Maybe just maybe we'll get it at tier 10 because they don't know how they're going to distribute it yet. So there's still hope still hope.
1: No, hope springs eternal, I suppose.
0: (laughs) ha. all right. So man, I don't know where to start here. Let's see. You want to start with the, the balance changes TM, or do you want to go down the development blog a little bit?
1: Oh, let's just go down like the develop, uh, the balance changes. I feel like that, that has like, it's, it's, a is probably the closest to to release, and B, honestly, for most of us, probably has the most impact, so to speak. Uh, okay.
0: So, so, so let's talk specifics. of Cruiser buffs, right? Um, so I yeah. don't know specifically which or what IJN cruisers they're talking about, but if they're talking about the Zal, uh, what and Hindenburg, what? Like what? Right. So, what is that nonsense so, about, man? Okay,
1: so. So what we have to keep in mind is that so the IGN cruiser buff is gonna be applied to I think all IGN heavy cruisers from the Miyoko all to Yabuki. And, and and also includes the Otago, surprisingly. And basically, like they said, all those ships are gonna get an increase in in accuracy of what the heck man. Yeah. <laughs> On and top of the Zhao module, that... right? <laughs> oh, well the Zhao's not getting buffed. It's just I... seven through nine.
0: No, no, I so, meant I meant line wise, right? So like it's just when we saw the Zao module and you're like, oh, yeah, if the Zo needs anything more, it needs to be more accurate, right? Same with all the jet, not not just cruisers, but battleships and all that kind of stuff, right? So now we're gonna we're just gonna plus up the rest of the line is
1: I guess. I mean they they say that they want the IJN line to sort of be, you know, like the relatively low rpm, but high accuracy and therefore you know, you know actually the the high alpha game pays off yeah sort of the high alpha game yeah uh which you know i'm sort of honestly okay with uh in general the ijn and u.s lines both have areas where it's just we've been power creeped right as being being the two original ship ship uh nations like you know these new releases like the new like the 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 french crews and such like compared to them, like you, you, like some of these U S cruisers or these ships from both nations are starting to sort of show their age, so to speak. And I think now we're finally getting that like sort of redressed a little bit. Sure.
0: We, we kind of, I mean, we kind of knew this cycle was coming. Um, you know, we've talked about before about, we wish the the U S cruisers or ships would have come last just so they'd be the strongest. Right. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, About the yeah. ruin, the Hindenburg. What do we got? So for the ruin, and the Hindenburg.
1: Actually, they're getting an additional charge of repair, so that you know they can they have more like lasting power, so to speak, in the fight. Uh, which I mean, it might be influential, just because in some cases, some people might opt then to like maybe you know skip superintendent. But uh, honestly, I think for German cruises, for the most part, like you you're taking superintendent anyways one way or the other because there's nothing else in terms of like competitive like you know clan battle play i don't think there's really much else that you would rather get at at three points other than you know superintendent so you're just gonna stick with what you've got maybe survivability expert but i don't know i mean five charges of repair on a hindenburg that might that's just i don't know it's it's for as clan battles go, I think it, it might be a welcome change to sort of you know tip things back in favor of Hindenburg a little bit, uh, but you know we'll have to wait and see how the captain builds shake out.
0: All right, um, so no damage penetration changes. I I can kind of see that, although the secondary guns, um, getting rid of AP shells and they're all going to shoot HE. I'm trying to think. Which ships that really affects outside of Japanese battleships? What other what other ships shoot AP uh, for so secondary on battleships?
1: Julius Cesare has secondaries that shoot AP, and same with the Roma, like the like six inch guns both shoots uh, AP shells. So for for there like that's that's like a minor buff. I mean, for the most part, like this change is obviously nice and welcome for like, the ships that are getting changed for it, but I, like it's not like shaking, right? this change isn't going to make, you know, whatever ships that were weak before strong. And it's not going to no. make whatever was strong nope. before, you know, either super strong or like nerfing or whatever. It's just, it's like a small quality of life change. And like, if you watch the presentation, Octavian did mention that they want to make secondary builds like a little bit more vi- viable. And he had, you know, even hinted at, and like, you know, he didn't announce it, but he hinted at the possibility that they might re-examine the manual secondary skill itself, either lowering its costs or increasing its efficacy. So I feel like this may be like the really more like a first wave of how many changes coming up,
0: right? But I mean, which so when I saw this, first thing that came into my mind was Yamato buff. What?
1: I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's really a, what that, it that, is. That right? sort of is a small Yamato buff. Yeah, yeah a I bit. mean it's. A- a buff and that like, it's technically a buff like but it's like so small like no one's really gonna notice right like most yamatos are building uh fire prevention anyways sure you know sure. so just so just letting their secondaries do whatever so i mean yeah it's 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 you're right it is like we just said like it's just a, it's, it's a buff but it's it's i don't think it's random really buff it's a random buff. buff yeah it's a random buff it's, it, it's not buffing anything to the point where oh we need to respect your motto like that. you know it's just okay That's nice. My my, my Mogami turret on my Yamato now is no longer completely and utterly worthless. So let's talk.
0: The the next one on the list is really about radar. And I found this discussion kind of interesting because we've talked about a lot of these things and they've apparently done some internal testing on it and didn't like a few of the ideas. But uh, it looks like they're going to try some incremental experimentation with the first one being a one, uh, well, I think the first one they're gonna try, it looks like, is that they're gonna delay when the acquisition for your friendly ships, right? So you hit yeah. radar, you see instantly, and your friendly ships see it on sort of a delayed cycle. So, um, that'll be interesting. One of the things they did say is they didn't like the, um, terrain blocking um ships and i, I mean, think that's, that's a f-
1: daft idea anyways
0: well yeah but I, I think that's more of a function of hey this game is where boats are floating around the ocean and rarely are just stopping stationary and shooting at each other you know this game based on terrain and spotting mechanics and stuff like that really is that right so they would have to address that part before they could ever address the the terrain blocking radar part if they were gonna do that. And that would be a fundamental shift in what the game is right now, I think. So I could kind well, of I see mean, why they, that's not really a thing, but
1: I mean they they've said that in or Saltavia mentioned that in during the presentation pretty much that like yeah if you allow L O S blocking on radar, like it just nerfs into the ground. It just becomes pointless.
0: Yeah, just and, I mean, th- think if of if any think map, right? Really, but ocean.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you really think about it like the, the one of the like one of the two primary purposes of radar. Is to sort of help you know like dig out people entrenched behind islands. So if you just take it out, it's like well why bother running this consumer? <laughs> why not just run hydro, which presumably would still continue to defy last sight. So well, I mean I, w- it, I, I would think- I think I think I think for the most part the the, the two changes that you know were like they, they said they tested and discarded for me anyways like they were both dead on arrival like they are just like no none of this none of this makes sense just move on like and it also doesn't change the fucking fact that for the most part like People who could whine about radar, like they're the kinds of players, the DD players who just charge their cap blindly. And, like, yeah, they, they wind up nose in on, on a radar cruise and they get like fucking destroyed. And it's like, these are not the individuals that you should be balancing the game around, anyways. So there's that.
0: Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I, I saw that today. Uh, the 220 rule in full effect doing some uh, alt uh, rank battles again. And it's the classic. They hit the W key to full. They drive straight in a cap, don't turn, they get there as fast as you physically could in the game, die in two salvos, and go, where is my support? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know why the dispersion penalty failed, though, a little bit. Um,
1: uh, I, so I think they said when they tested that, the problem arose was either the effect of the dispersion penalty was so small that neither side really felt a difference, or the dispersion effect was so great that it just was like ridiculous. Like your shells were just flying every fucking where, like you know, shooting like you know. They Wyoming. couldn't find the
0: sweet spot.
1: Right. Yeah, they couldn't find like a sweet spot, and so they wound up you know not moving forward with it. And frankly, I, that's like I, I'm again, like I said, those first two suggestions were both, as far as I'm concerned, dead on arrival. Like they're they're just dumb. I'm honestly surprised they, they bothered to take out the time and effort to even like try it. So go to Wargaming me for that, but no, I think that's I feel great. Like anyone could have told him that, like, yeah, that's a fucking dumb idea. You shouldn't waste your time. Well, move on.
0: Hold on, hold on. I mean, I don't think those are dumb ideas, right? I mean, I could see no, why. No, they're fucking the, dumb. No, we've we've put those out before too. Like we've <laughs> said that before. Uh, I, don't we think
1: I have I've ever suggested that. You know, really yeah, either instead blocking or dispersion altering. You might. I certainly would not.
0: Oh no! All right, all right. So I'm gonna have to go back and cut some snippets in. Yeah, go. We'll we'll have to revisit that one. But I'm pretty sure. I know I have for 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 sure, right? But uh, I know we've talked about it at least. But I'm surprised that
1: you even thought about it because I'm pretty sure we were both the same mind that radar as a whole can be played around. You just have to be not brain dead to do it.
0: No, I I I don't. Yeah, I mean I agree with that completely, right? Um I don't know. So so in the back of my mind I'm looking at this and I'm going back and looking at the, you know, bullet number two and I'm thinking, God, you know, is this really about destroyers again? They're sneaky. Destroyers are sneaky when it comes to trying to mod this game, you know what I mean? Um we didn't talk about the IJ, IJ and D buff, uh, which kinda doesn't really talk. It's
1: I think I think honestly, the IG and DD buff is it's 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 needed. It's needed. It should have come a lot earlier. Honestly, I think. Well, this you is want long to, to
0: you want to state it for the crowd.
1: Uh, long story short, they're basically buffing the D DD's HE shell damage and fire chance. So the fire chance is going. I think from they said from seven to nine, and the HE, HE shell fair. damage is going to like over two thousand, like it's like twenty one hundred after the buff. Yeah, I think and that's I fair. Think, I think, personally, I would leave the fire chance maybe alone. I would tune the damage back a little bit, but I would make the turret spin just a little bit faster. That's honestly what I would have done instead, but a buff's a buff, and like it's, it's definitely a buff, and so I'm in largely like okay with it. I think this is yeah, long time coming.
0: Yeah, so one thing I thought was funny is, again, who goes, hey, the Azumo and the Freddy need love? Like what? What logic leads you down that path? I mean, there's nothing wrong with the Freddy, right? I mean,
1: I, I can't think of anything wrong with the Freddy. Uh, the Zumo has long been like seen as a bit of like a like a you know like a roadblock that we're getting put into the game to get people to like pay money to free XP past it and stuff like that. To get well,
0: that was that was when you didn't and- get the good shells and the until the later holes, but they fixed that.
1: Probably. And I think, I mean, we still ha- we still haven't seen, like, what scale the changes are going to be for this ship, so, like, it may be a bit too early to tell, but I also don't think anyone will disagree that the Azumu and Frederick de Groza are a little bit on the weaker end of things, as far as tier nine battleships go.
0: Yeah, you know, so, so, in all this battleship love, and I don't know specifically what needs to be improved, or what they're looking at needs to be improved, um, for at least the Freddy and the Yazumo. It's kind of weird. Like people complain about the turrets, but if you look at all the other ships out there, there are some that have just as significant uh issues with angles and things like that, which nobody's complaining about. Um the shell buff was fine. If they didn't sit parked nose in forward to get burnt down, maybe they wouldn't have that that much of a problem, right? I I don't know. But the US BBs, I wish the Montana was included in there, just because I'm greedy like that. But uh, what are they looking at doing doing for those?
1: Uh, they didn't mention. They only mentioned that they're gonna buff them, which well, um, I, I know, on the, I on know they did. The say... Low end side of things, I think, makes sense. Just because I feel like the newer battleship lines, for like the the British and the French, like their their low tier BBs, just feel way better to play than like the American ones did. But it's also been a very long time since I played them. So maybe, you know, I'm just, you know, a little bit outdated here. But those I can make, I I can, I can, you know, I'm I'm like, I can square with. Uh, I'm honestly a little bit surprised that the NC and the Iowa also got lumped in there as well. My guess
0: is it's going to be some sort of when you buy modules and all that kind of stuff and how they're upgraded and when and how maybe, you know, uh, I think that's kind of an easy cleanup, but. As far as like bonus stuff, I, I don't know what that looks like. But on, on it's interrelated to the battleship stuff. The cruiser plating, man, this is the one where I think be really interesting, right? So this this could go one of two ways. One, it could not matter because of the in-game shell dynamics, or it could make, you know, battleships cry a lot because they're just getting burnt down by cruisers, which already happens pretty frequently now, especially at range, but this might make it easier for top-tier cruiser players to really murder battleships.
1: Uh, Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, it's it's sort of hard to say just because like cruisers sort of have that thing going on where it's like, if you're really good at your cruiser, like, you just pull range where you know you can comfortably dodge, and the battleship or is just basically left to RNG to try to hit you. Uh, you know, whereas yeah, you know his guns, your guns have the accuracy and the RPM to just basically keep fires going on the battleship. Yeah, but so,
0: that that's a binary kind of thing, right? You either get hit or you don't get hit, and when you do get hit, it can hurt really hard. Um, this one seems more like you can get hit, and sometimes you're gonna get away with it, right? Kind of the old zao bow, right? Or the zao belt anyway? Uh,
1: I mean, I guess, yeah, I mean the 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 change the you know on paper the change like sounds fine. like my my only concern is you know how will that how will that impact things like at range? because there is that sweet spot for a lot of cruisers where they can still consistently hit the battleship, but the battleship can't really retaliate and just you know, just you're just throwing dice at the other guy and hoping that you know you get lucky and you strike him out. And it's just, I, as a whole, it's, it's definitely good news for cruisers, right? Uh, it's, it's definitely, you know, something that, you know, probably should have done a, bit, a little bit earlier. But it's, at the same time, like, again, for certain cruisers, like, you know, the Henry and like the Zao, which already have like this great sort of long-range sniper gameplay against battleships that do really well against them. Uh, I'm a little bit more concerned about those particular use cases.
0: Well, I mean, it's really tied to the next stuff, which is, you know, I've been trying to figure out in my head here how this how this HE pin is going to work for cruisers. One, both based on tier and based on heavy versus light cruiser. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm not sure I have a thought on it yet, exactly. Although I do agree that sometimes the light cruisers you know, I think are, are scarier at higher tier if they're able to position themselves well. Right. So it's one of those like, yeah, it, I don't know. It's like the lottery, right? If the cruiser gets the jump on you and it's in a position where you can't touch it and it's got spotting, you're done, right? You're just done. Um. Or at least, if you get away, you're out of the fight for six minutes, right? But uh, you know, if uh, if a heavy cruiser catches you like that, it's not quite the same deal. Um, I don't know. Uh,
1: I, I definitely think that this change was also, def, you know, quite needed. Uh, light cruisers, especially, you know, the latest the latest U.S. light cruiser line, it really sort of blurred. The like you know sort of heavy cruiser, light cruiser, and that you know anything that a heavy cruiser could deal with, like a light cruiser, it felt like could deal with it as well, and 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 usually in you know almost as good, if not better, fashion. You know, so this change, you know, ought to be nice to just sort of differentiate between the two a little bit more. And I mean, I don't know like if if they was mentioned or not, but I like I really sort of hope the uh, the, the cruiser plating changes, which we talked about earlier. Uh, you know, applies mostly to heavy cruisers. Because uh, I feel like just in general, like heavy cruisers should be sort of like the, you know, the, the, the slightly heavier hitting, more durable of the two cruisers, where the light cruisers, it's like, you have the RPM and stuff like that, and you have the the the, the, uh, the concealment necessary to keep yourself alive uh, rather than through, you know, sheer armor value.
0: Well, I mean, what what is this going to do to IFHE,
1: really? I mean... Uh, so I don't know. So so in the, during the presentation, Sub Artavian mentioned that the the whole thing about not penetrating battleship plating that's without IFHE. Uh, so it's, it's like I, I, like like again, they, he didn't announce any more details other than that, other than the fact that they're going to change it. But it's it's almost like the two statements are sort of at at odds with each other, right? Like we're we're gonna make it so that light like, cruisers can't pen battleship plating without IFHE, and and, and we're all at the same cruisers. time. Yeah, and high tier cruiser. But at the same time, they're also trying to make IFH IFHE less mandatory. Uh so I mean, unless they're gonna really go really weird and wonky with light cruisers world, even with IFHE, the vast majority of battleship planes not gonna be penetrable as long as along with the higher tier cruisers, then it's like I'm not I'm not sure, you know, where the numbers are gonna fall where they where this is gonna be like allowed. Uh it's like I know I don't like I, I i am all in favor generally of, of making ifhg less mandatory right like if you are playing uh, like the cleveland or something you know to really really experience the cleveland at its best you need like a minimum 14 point captain right because you need or IFHG, belfast right yeah or belfast or any of the, the light cruise selections you, you need 14 points for the concealed expert and for ifhg Uh so this change is definitely welcome. Just, you know, it it just it just reduces the sort of like the strain, so to speak, of of running it running a a light cruiser. But you know, on the other hand, uh, you know, it's it's I'm not quite sure what that's gonna do to like the balance in general, just because yeah, if if battleships then are also like super tanky against them, it's 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 kind of weird because you know, as a battleship. It's not necessarily just the damage, but it's just a lot of times the light crews, like, you can't see them, right? They're camping behind an island. They're, they're fucking invisible. You don't know where to fucking exactly where they are to retaliate. And you're just getting rained on. And it's going to be nice to have the if itchy damage go away, but the fires are still going to be a huge problem. And so it's sort of like now it's the battleship players are still a little bit frustrated. And the cruiser, player now, cruiser players are going to be also frustrated now because they're not going to deal that much direct damage which i mean from a balance point of view it's probably you know good that 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 those numbers are going to get looked at again but it's just like you know it's going to be we're going to have like those funny moments where like the the Wooster is just not going to be able to do any real direct damage to battleship and he's just got his fingers crossed praying to god that you know he gets his fire set
0: well welcome to minotaur land right right i mean that's not a new problem um but it does bring up uh, something I, mean, I don't know. Minotaur
1: AP though, like it does a number on
0: you. It doesn't number. I if think. if they're not bowing and you haven't already saturated them, right? I mean, if if you get a nose in battleship that's been saturated a little bit, like it's pretty tough to get reliable damage with a Minotaur, you know, until until the battleship decides he wants to turn away. Um I don't know. It it brings up something though on, on the the fire not directly related to fire but the flooding i am confused about how two things one how do you make it less rigid damage over time without adding some sort of weird like damage control change and two how who who doesn't take flooding by accident that was that was one of the ways they phrase it in the development blog, right? Let's see what what do they say? Uh we would like to address is slow and sure destruction of a ship that caught a flooding by accident. <laughs> you know, is, so is there I any think, other way? Yeah, I, think, I, mean, I
1: think I think what they're trying to say, I think what got lost in translation or what they really meant was most players, like 99% of players, they basically will save the DCP from flooding. Like it's either it's either you get flooding you pop a TCP or you get like two or three fires maybe even four fires is yeah. you, you know you pop TCP yeah. and put it out right and like as anyone who plays a destroyer or even a carrier knows like yeah when the time comes like you know he, the odds are the guy is gonna save his DCP for the flooding. So it's, it's sort of like what what, what, what Subakavian mentioned during during like the, the presentation was that uh, flooding sort of you know it was either it was the all or nothing right either the guy has DCP up and he's gonna use his DCP for the flood or he does not have DCP like DCP's down and he's taking flooding and he's basically gonna die because of it and so uh, again like a lot of this is work in progress and so don't you know take what I'm about to say as you know oh this is what's gonna be but they said that they were playing around with the idea of allowing like like, you know, making reducing flooding damage, but also allowing multiple floods to occur on the ship. So basically turning it into like a watery version of fire.
0: Yeah. I, uh, man, I mean, that could be real tough. You know, so you take multiple torpedo hits. That, I don't know. Um, gosh, I don't know how you balance that.
1: Yeah, it's. I, I think that's going to be a really tough thing to work out, just because it's like if you want that, kind of, like it's like it's just said, like it's just it just becomes like a watery version of fire. Like I don't, I'm not sure if the game is any better or worse off if they make that change. But on the other hand, like they are right. Flooding is all or nothing. Either you have DCP or you don't. You know, and it's just you know, you're if you have it, you're always going to use it on the flood, and if you don't have it, well, you know, you're just you just slowly flood to death.
0: Well, I mean, fire is a lot like that, though, right? I mean, it, I don't know. It it doesn't think, uh, so you get three fires, depending on what sets it. I don't know. It's kind of on par with flooding, right?
1: A bit, but in general, fire, like you, you just won't take as much damage from fire or, well, you can fire, repair so more. From a flooding.
0: I mean, that's a big deal, right? Can't you?
1: Well, both of them, both dot damage types are 100% repairable. So there's that.
0: I just meant on aggregate, just being that there's more of it. So you might, I don't know. There was a mod in the game. I don't know if it's still in there that used to show like max repair stuff and show you what it will go up to and what it won't go up to kind of stuff that you used to be able to game it a little bit. But, um, I don't know that one. I'll be interested. I, I, honestly have no idea how they're going to try and adjudicate right. that I way. mean, it, really. it'll be nice
1: to find a good fix for it, but, you know, it's also, like, one of those things where, like, it's like, if, if we're a game and can't find a good solution, I'd almost rather them just leave it as it is, just, okay, fine, no. But
0: I know just the instant counter-argument by Destroyers, right? We, with all the Hydro, radar, planes, all that kind of stuff, they may go entire games with, like, you know, what, four torpedo hits, maybe? Right, and then you're gonna nerf them uh, like that <laughs> because the one I, guy ate it, right? I don't know.
1: It's it's. I mean, the sort of players are always gonna whine like that's like just like a given. But like in general, if you're landing torps, like you're you're looking to, for torp damage, really not necessarily flooding damage. And I mean, uh, honestly, gosh. if you really, 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 really are like dead set on getting flood damage, like you know, pretty much. There's only a few ships that can do it, but, like, there are ways where you could farm the flooding damage, right? Like, you know how long a battleship DCP lasts. You know that the battleship is going to burn its DCP on the flood. And so you just sort of time your torpedo launches, you know, and you, you space them and you just, you know, predict. And you. it is possible to, get fl- to, to farm floods. And it's even easier on carriers, right? You just go in with HE dive bombers, set them on fire, like, you know, two or three times. They're going to burn it and then the torpedo bombers come in. Sure, wow. sure. I mean, that's classic, right? Yeah, it's it's just it's doable, but it's just for the most part in in the course of normal gameplay, you know, when you're not, you know, like, oh, I'm going to try to get this guy to flood to death, you know, you, it just it just doesn't it just never crops up.
0: I don't know. I feel a rework of Captain skills coming. I don't know. Maybe it's just me but it seems uh, like with some of the stuff the they're fact proposing... I think you like...
1: probably read something that we <laughs> have posted in the past acknowledging that when a CV rework comes out, there's going to be a major captain skill rework.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mean directly related to CVs, but yeah, that's going to be part of it, and when I read that, I, I think it was more of a we need to rework what captain skills apply to CVs and don't, and not necessarily the entire tree, but... You know, the more and more I look at the stuff, the more and more I think that, I think they're going to go back and revisit the entire structure, not as opposed to just the CV portion of it. You know, not unlike,
1: well, gosh, I mean, um, you just they, went to BlizzCon,
0: right? So you played World of Warcraft, they right?
1: They mentioned that, you know, when, when the CV rework comes out, because they're going to be changing so many captain skills, they're going to take the opportunity to revisit like other captain skills as well. And, you know, even if they weren't, like, there's already a number of na- changes on the horizon, right? Like, we know that the consumer expert nerf coming yep. to, to the thing. Yep. Uh, so Octavian just said that they were looking at manual secondary. So odds are we're going to see some manual secondary skills get shuffled around and changed, buffed, or nerfed, or whatever. So there's that, too. Uh, I mean, at this point, pretty much the only sort of, like, captain skill build, quote-unquote, if there can be one, uh, is, you know, fire prevention's builds. You know, we don't know if they're going to buff or nerf those as well.
0: Yeah. Ah, uh, gosh, I don't know. It's a it, it's going to be a total tech refresh second quarter. I think. So I'm. I think At sometime after this Christmas season stuff ends. Um.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure, probably.
0: And then on top of that, so I thought it was interesting. On top of
1: that, the the only other thing that wasn't included in this slide but was announced recently was that the Yu Yang is getting nerfed. <laughs> the Yu Yang is getting nerfed. Uh, According to the post is, you know, radar on a cruiser, very strong. And so what they're doing is they're increasing the reload time of those main guns by one second from three seconds up to four seconds. And they're also increasing the torpedo reload time by another 20 seconds.
0: I would have thought it would have been something more along the lines of uh, radar range than anything, but you know, um, I don't know. It depends. I, I'm skeptical of any balance changes to radar ships until we know what kind of radar change they're going to try and implement first. So um, especially Yeah, that's it, the
1: thing that gets me. That's the thing that gets me. It's like- Too many dude, variables you know, at a once, radar man. Chain, a radar change is coming. A radar change is coming. Until that change hits and we are able to like nail down what you know, it's going to do to ships with radar, why are we buffing or nerfing ships with radar?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Like why? Why? I, like what happens know. when the radar change comes out and it's you know it's pretty bad and you know, in general, you know, you sort of in, in and here's the funny part is the speculation is this changes because unions are strong in competitive in like clan battles in competitive settings. Uh-huh. So it's, I mean it's, it's, it's like, it's like, why are you doing this before we have changes? But on the other hand, it's also like good news in the sense that they're looking at like balance from the competitive scene and making changes based off of that. Well, so I'd, I'd argue just, that
0: uh, that's not necessarily true, right? So they may take their data from clan battles, but if you watched all the COT stuff, you know what? I don't recall seeing a Yu Yang, honestly, uh, especially with carriers in the game. So, you know, look, we can kind of talk about the clan battle thing. They... They are still putting off the eight v eight format because they think uh, player activity doesn't support eight v eight, and I don't know. They they think that Yu Yang's too strong and competitive. Like it just, I don't know. I it doesn't make. I don't know if that makes as much sense to me as you should try to increase the the format even a little bit, right? I I don't know. And then not having CVs there yet, right? Because if you watched any of the CV um, competitive stuff recently, that balances destroyers a lot, right? And we've talked about that a long time. Um, I just, I don't know. They're trying to pull too many levers at once with too many fundamental changes on the horizon. I, I think that's kind of the sum total of it, right?
1: Uh, a bit. I some some of these changes, like I think you know, are fine. IJN DDs and DD, some cruisers getting buffed—that's fine. Rune and Hindenburg getting a buff. Uh, oh, I mean, I don't. I actually don't think they need a buff, but okay, you know, it's you know, they're, they're solid ships. I don't mind them too much, so that's fine. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of changes that I think are okay, but surrounding radar ships—that is something like that's an area where it's like we should really wait for the radar rework. And when the radar rework hits and the head, things have had a chance to shake out, then we should move there. So on that on that particular front, yes, I definitely agree. There, there may be too many moving parts. We may, you know, like a half a year, a year from now, be seeing like a buff to the Yaya. It's getting its reload, you know, buffed by a second, from four seconds to three. It's <laughs> repeated reloads getting buffed from, you know, by reduced by 20 seconds. And those of us who were here, you know, this time, we're going to roll our eyes and be like, yeah, well, could have told you that. Back in the days of closed beta, you know that. Yeah, that kind of that. Yeah, that sort of thing. But you know, it's <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. I'm not quite. It's it's, it's 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 especially funny if you watch the stream too. At one point, I forget when it was, but it was during his presentation. He had specifically mentioned that you know, one I forget which change it was, it were changing I think it might have been the secondary change where they said that. Oh, you know, we're taking this one step at a time because we don't, don't want to change too many things at once. But you know they're, they're doing it with the yeah yeah I and know, the radar ships. Like, <laughs> and it's
0: oh. like oh, and carriers at the same time, right? So you're you're messing with radar at the same time. You're changing the dynamic of of carriers' ability to spot and control, and, you know the map, right? And just
1: uh, not changing the dynamic. You're just
0: removing it. well, well, removing it, right? <laughs> I guess that's fair because nobody, nobody who's playing carrier is going to go, oh. I'm gonna stop trying to bomb ships, and I'm just gonna fly over here in circles and deny this uh, destroyer access to this cap. Right? I mean,
1: yeah, it's not just that. Like, but even in the live version, like, it's especially if you play like a U.S. carrier, right? It's like the number of times where I have I have planes on standby with literally literally nothing else to do except for just sit on top of the destroyer and make his life miserable. Like on the average week, that only occurs like once or twice, right? And it's largely when like the enemy CV is dead. But otherwise, like the bomber planes, they're coming back, they're going out to drop ordnance, they're coming back to reload, right? And there's they're constantly going back and forth. And especially for like a US CV, right, because because you need both your torpedo bombers and dive bombers. Like both of them do work. Like they're they're always gonna be doing that. Like the Japanese CVs, yeah, you can maybe peel off a dive bomber squadron here or there and have them spot. But like your fighters, your fires are always looking to fight other fighters. Your, your fighters are looking to clear out bombers. Like, I don't know what world we live in where like, yeah, we're just, where this sort of shit occurs all the damn time to destroy players, right? Like if you're destroyer and you're constantly being lit by a CV, something else in that battle has gone so horribly wrong that odds are even if you weren't constantly spotted by a CV, you weren't going to win that battle
0: anyways. Well, except in comp play, I would say that that that, change, that dynamic changes a little bit, right?
1: Uh, a little bit, yes, but if you not not if, you not watch, if you're like, US, Cot that's finals, true. Not like, if, if you're you US, watch, like the Cots finals, like even then, like Farrah really couldn't keep being like DD spotted all the damn time because the DDS were like closer to roosters who were just shooting yep. down his planes. And it was like, though I think the first person to die, I think was like a rooster, right? Like a rooster was the first person to die, not a DD, a rooster. Oh yeah, because
0: they're just smoking roosters is what they're doing, right? Yes, yeah, pretty that, much. It's it's gearing it's, it's to, smoke.
1: Exactly. And it's, it's just like, I just, I just, I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's again, it's like, it's those fucking shitters always complaining about it. And it's like, don't get me wrong, like, it does happen. And what does happen, it fucking sucks. But it happens so rarely. I feel like that it's, it's just, it's just not a capital problem.
0: Hey, what about this? What about this kind of change? What if when you're in smoke, your AA doesn't work?
1: uh i mean yeah that would be nice but it's i mean we're, so we're talking about like a, a change to AA in the in the existing system that's going to go away so it's kind of like hit or miss i i oh, will yeah, say yeah. that i mean I that's think, i think o- OBE, it's probably, right right yeah it's 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 one of those things where i don't think it should not work so much as it should have like reduced efficiency uh just you know it just doesn't work quite as well so to speak all uh, radar based kind of i'm targeting. honestly fine with the idea that right that ships and smoke can still use it right just because smoke again smoke is like one of the few ways that this game like actively you know rewards good team play right do you remember back in the day you know before the smoke changes where like if you if you were in smoke and you fired your your detection was still two kilometers no matter yeah. what yeah yeah that I mean, it was pretty ridiculous. I'll, I'll, I'll give them that, and like a change was probably called for. But you know, that was like you know, if you're in a division or whatever, like that was cool. Like that that was like something like you know, it's even cooler when I had it spontaneously, like in a random battle, when someone like gave them gave gave you their smoke, and you're like, fuck yes, you know, now like you know, I can shoot these guys, but they can't really retaliate. We're gonna fucking you know smash this side, you know, and but they sort of like took that away, you know, for the most for most ships, and it's just like ever since then, like, smoke has just basically been relegated to just destroyers using it for themselves, and it's just, I I, I just don't think that sort of, I just don't think this game needs more reasons for people not to play for a team, and, and not just for each other, and that, you know, even as a carrier player, yes, that also includes things like not nerfing AA when they're in smoke. Well, and this whole team play thing, right?
0: Another way to address it isn't really in team play, but, uh, you know, they've got some other, well, I guess let's finish up with two things, right? One, arms race. Apparently they're a big fan. It's going to come back. It looks like, right? You know how I feel about it. I'm kind of, eh, that doesn't really solve anything. To me, it just dilutes cues. Um, I don't know. Uh, did Did you get any feedback from that?
1: uh so what they announced on arm's race like again we don't know if there's actually gonna be like necessarily like a separate queue per se but from what they've announced like i've I, i'm generally you know i generally am am in favor of a lot of stuff that they announced like they want to change the buffs and so, like maybe they're not all so arcadey like you know reduced fire chance might be like an interesting perk and stuff like that they also mentioned that they're trying to tone down of so, like the uh uh tone down as much randomness as they can here and there you know, with regards to like the buff spawns. So in general, I think they're moving in the right direction. Uh, again, I still think that when this comes alive, it'll be just part of the random battle queue. Uh, but you know, if they, even if they do want to split the queue, you know, it's 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 all right in a sense that it's going to siphon off tier nines and tier tens when matchmaking is already so heavily oversaturated with nines and tens. And this is something that. It wasn't in the slides, but it was actually in the Q and A after the slides that Saw Octavian held. That they the War Gaming straight up admitted that yeah, there are too many tier tens in the queue, and they're actually going to change the way the matchmaker works. Uh, Holy crap! Finally, uh, right? So that- you know, like
0: hallelujah. <laughs> we could have told you that. You know why there's too many in there? Because eights hate getting to like put up against tens, right? I mean, so you're like, ah, oh, well, screwed. I don't want to play that tier anymore. Because I'm just gonna play ten, so I might as well pick a ten, right? I mean, that's that's pretty basic logic, and it's pretty easy to see.
1: Uh, I will, yeah, be that as it is that they're going to change matchmaker, uh, and so that so evidently the way matchmaker used to work was that it would scan from the top tiers down. It would look for the tens and then fill with nines and fill with eights. Uh, but that the reason why they did that before was because there weren't that many tier tens. So now they're actually going to reverse the order. Now this is going to fill up with eights and then to the nines and then to the tens. So that even in games where, say, you are the bottom tier, there won't be you won't be like one tier eight swimming in a sea of tier tens. That's an interesting in general, that's
0: interesting. Yeah. I, I like it.
1: Yeah, and in general, hopefully that should, according to result, it should help really alleviate sort of uh, you know, this this you know preponderance of tier tens smashing down on tier eights. And
0: it's and it's a simple solution to yeah. It's less complicated. It's to a implement. very elegant yeah. solution. Well, yeah, but it's also very simple, right? It's it's less complicated than some of the things we've proposed. <laughs> I mean, simple is elegant. Uh okay. All right. Fair enough. I'll I'll take that. Uh, all right. So that, and then let's uh have you gotten a chance to play the submarines yet? Because I did. I played one match and I was like, uh oh, geez. Um
1: uh... Yes, I I have actually played the the Halloween subs. Yes, I have. Uh, actually, the, I should also mention real quick, and this was not necessarily announced at Anaheim, but they are also testing a PvP, uh, a new PvP mode, but with like the Halloween ships and like special Halloween consumables.
0: Well, I mean. So that I didn't catch. So is that going to be like ladder based or just rando queue or? Uh,
1: I think it might be like a, like its own like separate queue. Like I'm not quite sure what they're like really necessarily doing going to do with that per se. Just because the Halloween events you know slated to end pretty soon. Uh, but I think if anything, it's it's like a testing ground.
0: I just they're think
1: trying to test out to see what they can get away with.
0: The more cues you add, the more it compounds the existing factors that they're trying to balance. Right especially by game types. Um, so I don't know. I, I would just caution them to be wary on that and focus more on don't don't let the existing stuff fall by the wayside while you chase the dragon. That's all. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just wanted to kind of get your feel on general impressions. If you had two or three things to say about what do you think if they implement the subs as they are right now, how they would impact uh random gameplay. Cause the ones I played were pretty freaking fast. But I think you can get yourself into trouble pretty quick that way. But I mean, without another way to balance them while they're submerged,
1: it could be pretty ugly. Right. I mean, overall the subs, like they're they're all right. My my sort of thing was just that they were so like ridiculously stealthy that it's just you just got away with incredibly disgusting things. Uh, the, the the big important thing to take away I, I felt like from that thing the whole thing was also to remember like, that it wasn't sort of like the full package so to speak, and that we didn't have any anti submarine warfare elements yeah. in the game. So that's so it's hard to tell like oh maybe you know when they add that stuff, it'll be a lot worse. But. <clears throat> uh, as preposterous as it would be if submarines from the Halloween mode basically got add to the base game right now, Uh it, there would just be pandemonium, I think. just uh, They're just so stealthy. It's, like, ridiculous. And, like, the torpedo is just the, the freezing torpedo. Like, can you imagine, like, getting caught, like, in mid-turn by one of those things, and you're just stuck in the water <laughs> with your broadside showing to everybody? Like, it's oh, just... That would just be fucking ridiculous. I, I would want no part of that. And yeah, just, I, I don't like, see that being a know. thing.
0: But it's more about how like, do you affect I mean, being able to attack them, even if you can detect them with sonar. How do you get close enough to attack the submarine that's, you know, got it, is close to his own battle line, right?
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I mean again, like, you know, we didn't see any like the counter-submarine systems, but it's just... Oh man, like I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like we talked about this before, right? Like, you know, generally speaking, in, in, in real world fleets, anti submarine warfare duties fell upon destroyers and light cruisers. And it's just. And it's radar just, planes, I don't how want, about that? I don't want more stuff to have to rely on my teammates to do as well. a, as like a battleship player. Like it's just, I don't, I don't want none of that. Like that's like, that's what really, if you burrow down to the core of it, that's the really real reason why I don't like the carrier rework. It's like it, you know, it, it gives cares in a way that's just oh you're once again relying on teammates to kill destroyers for you. And it's just I don't want that. Like that's that's fucking dumb. It's it's just stupid and it's just I don't know I don't know man. But but the Halloween submarines. I mean obviously odds are we're not going to get them in the, in the in the form that they are in the submarine in the Halloween mission. But the submarines in the Halloween mission are ridiculous. Like they they're just Jesus. Like I don't. Just mass pandemonium. That's all I can say. We, hey. we thought, we thought, we we thought we hit the bottom of the barrel in terms of like passive gameplay. You know, now wait till submarines come out, and basically people just aren't even hitting the battle button anymore.
0: <laughs> well, hey, so like I said, I think you missed it, but the after the CV rework, and if they add submarines, I'm telling you, the next cooldown or the next squadron you can pick is going to be radar planes. What do you think about uh,
1: that? It's, I mean, they would have to have some purpose other than just radaring like, like submarines. Right. And also like, it, you know, radar largely only operate when the submarines are at periscope depth and the periscope sure. know, sticking out of the water. Uh, when they're so trying to fire torpedoes. Right, but it's just such a, like a limited thing, right? It's like it's it's here's this one squadron, to, and remember, you know, because of the rework, whatever squadron you pick, that's like the only squadron you have up in the air, basically.
0: Yeah, right? I know. And it's like we'll, this one we'll squadron. It. Yeah.
1: Whose <laughs> only purpose is to find submarines at periscope depth, trying to launch torpedoes. It's like it's so niche that it's just like I don't, I don't. There's no way that you know this. It, the radar planes can will only be- so is you know, flying around with, with your one somebody.
0: squadron. Of a whole flight that the CV has access to, right? It's that's pretty niche.
1: It's it's dumb. It's just so dumb. Yep,
0: but uh, either that or but we'll have coming. catapults. <laughs> it's coming.
1: This is this is the fucking penalty that we get for playing a free to play game. It's you know the developers are very hard pressed to cater to to you know the widest possible audience, and that just means. Fucking well, the widest audience
0: everywhere. isn't buying the John Bart for ninety dollars or whatever it was. Oh yeah, no! Wait, the, there was one the, for one hundred forty-eight. Holy smokes, man!
1: Yeah, the bundles is pretty good, but like the people who are buying them, like they're they're making bank off of that, man. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's eighty bucks for a battleship. For eighty bucks, you could get another triple A game title, like a whole other game. And odds are, you could probably pick up most of the season pass for that game too. Well, like, you know it's, what's it's funny, right? It's a ridiculous right? price point.
0: Is we used to be those guys, right? Remember when we had pretty much every premium? But I've kind of stopped buying premiums a while ago.
1: Uh yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, we we've always said that. Yeah, I mean, we've always you know known that you know us buying or spending this much money on premiums is largely a function of the fact that we play this game a lot, right? Yeah. And I mean, I don't know about you, but I know for a fact that I have most certainly scaled back my time spent in this game. Right. Like I don't, I don't spend nearly as much time in this game as I used to. And that alters the math. And, you know, it's between that and the fact that, you know, I only have so many, you know, minutes in the day to play this game. Each game takes up, you know, a certain amount of that minute's and it's just my the number of premium ships I have now has so greatly outstripped my free time available to this game that it almost sort of like doesn't make sense for me to buy these premiums just because odds are after I buy them I won't have a chance to fucking play them. Well,
0: I think I think the one thing that changed for me was on top of all of that, agree, same thing, right? But the the thing that really kind of did it for me was when they implemented clan battles and start talking about more in-game competitive stuff, all those ships cease to be relevant to me anymore. And they cease to be relevant to me over time because we have such a base for all the things that they give you perks for, unless they start changing them to a degree to where they offer you something that you know you can't get in-game. And then that's a whole different conversation. But you know, in the interim, if I can't use it at high-tier comp stuff, then... That, with everything you said, kind of makes me not want to buy anything, so not really my although,
1: thing. Although, I still plan on getting the Wichita, the Alaska, and possibly the Vanguard. I'm okay. getting still a few things coming down the pipe that I'm pretty interested in.
0: Yeah, I'm getting the Alaska for sure. That, that one is a done deal
1: fucking dollars for an up tiered Richelieu. Uh,
0: yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. What the heck? Um, that's a lot of money, so yeah. With that man, I I think actually for once we kept it pretty short. We're we're an hour and five minutes, I think, and oh, wow. I think we covered everything, unless you got pretty something much. else hanging out there, man. Uh, uh, tech tree UI, whatever. I I would settle for the the like chat UI, not taking twenty minutes to come come up with my friends list, but whatever.
1: Uh, yeah, there's just there they, they mentioned that they're gonna try to fix a number of you know quality of life changes, and I mean, yeah, that's 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 nice, and well, it'll be welcome to to, to yeah, but like, there's really not much to talk about, right? It's, it's like, yeah, it's like, yay, the game's getting better, it's you know, subjectively getting better, just there's just really nothing else for us to say other than how soon is it coming, and can it come you know, sooner than that?
0: Yeah, all right, well, we'll leave it at that bigger, better, yeah. faster, right? So, uh All right, man. Uh, I will catch you this week.
1: Yeah.